0: Welcome back to Out of Range. I'm Craig. I'm Laura. This is your semi-regular podcast (laughs) where we talk about all real things diabetes. No comment on that?
1: You nailed it.
0: So, how have you been, Laura?
1: I've been all right.
0: What's going on? I've had a
1: week. I've always had a week. I know. Hi. Where do you do think I? it's
0: every week is like this, or is it just the weeks right before we record?
1: <laughs> you don't know. Um, Tuesday, yesterday.
0: Today's Wednesday.
1: Yeah, yesterday. Garrett and I planned this really lovely day to Malibu, which is not close to us. And how far away it? Like? It took us an hour and a half to get there. Okay, it's a beach for those of you that don't know. And we packed this like really beautiful picnic lunch to eat while we were out there. And we pull into the parking spot at the beach and he's like checking the surf. And I go to test my blood sugar before we walk, you had to like walk down this thing to get to the sand. And I realized I forgot my diabetes supplies at home. Cool. Which the all of <laughs> everything, I mean, I had my Dexcom on me. But the first time I had done that was when I left it here, which was not long ago. No. And there's a part of me that didn't want to tell him because he had been, like, waiting to serve. It goes back to the whole burden thing. And luckily, I mean, I don't know what I would have done. I, I, I didn't eat because I was getting – I didn't eat breakfast. Mm-hmm. I had half an avocado and coffee because I didn't – because I knew that we'd be eating lunch there and we were, like, running out the door. So the whole time, my Dexcom said I was, like, 115, 111. If I had been high and I would like, probably would have been much more vocal about it.
0: How high would you have to be?
1: To if like, I were in the two hundreds, or like if the day. if it were even like a diagonal arrow up, like above one fifty, I probably would be like, "This is not going to work out." So I somehow lucked out that I was one ten, and I, f- I told him in his first his first response, he was like, "Well, we have to go home." And I was like, no, we just drove an hour and a half. You want to surf. I wanted to lay on the sand and read a book. I don't want to drive all the way. That would have been like three hours in the car. So I texted you guys, you and James. You kind of calmed me down.
0: What did I I say? I guess,
1: well, you were like, okay, you said you have like three options. You can either not eat. I can eat and go a little high or I can go home. Yeah. And, like, none of those sounded appealing to me. So I called another friend who lives in Santa Monica. And oh, that like, wasn't good enough? No. And he's like, look, I have insulin if it comes down to it. But he said the same thing. He said, if you go a little high, just use your body for what it can do and, like, go for a walk if it starts said, going up. I was like, okay, so I didn't eat the whole time I was there. I like that
0: my advice wasn't enough. <laughs> you
1: didn't trust me. I sat there. I was like, star. I was pretty much starving myself because my blood sugars were staying at one yeah. steady, And I was just so hungry. I was just drinking water to fill myself up. And then we had brought these sandwiches. So at the end of the trip, I was like, I can't be in the car. Again. Like, luckily, the surf was, the waves were really bad. So Garrett didn't even want to stay too long. So we were only there for, like, two hours maybe, and my blood sugars were fine. But then right before we left, I'm like, I'm going to be, like, hangry. I'm going to have a hunger headache. Like, I need something in my body. So we brought these, like, chicken sandwiches. So I just ate the chicken out of the bread. Yeah. And as soon as I ate it, I started going up. I went from, like, 111 to 250, diagonal arrow up.
0: I've noticed that if I just eat protein without carbs, like, and I don't bolus. I'll go high. But they say you're supposed to bowls for half the protein.
1: Right. But I thought it wouldn't make me go that. You
0: do higher. like the carbs minus the fiber plus half the protein to the square root of the light. Right. I'm picturing like a beautiful light.
1: mind with the chalkboard and, and shit. Like, the Whoa. train
0: leaves New York going yeah. sixty miles an hour and your blood sugar's so, one twenty. <laughs> how long until you die? So then
1: I really got in my head and like I wasn't trying to be dramatic per se. <laughs> but it said I was like 250 going up and I was like oh my god I feel so high like I can't breathe I'm like yeah. I can't swallow I need like water I'm like chugging all the water in the car I think I was really tired too so I kept like closing my eyes and Garrett thought I was just like dying in the front seat he kept okay. being like babe stay up stay awake stay awake and I was like I know that it says that I'm in the 200s but I guarantee when we get home I'm gonna be 400 like I was just dead set that I was way higher than it was reading but then I was like Laura come on be logical you d- haven't even eating anything but chicken and half an avocado the entire day. There's no way you're gonna shoot up to 400, but I was really convinced. So we get home. It takes an- it takes another hour and a half to get home, and I tested. I was 2:30, so I just got a- up <laughs> and I started eating. And you were fine. I was fine. Well, then, then we went to this like magic club. My blood sugars were perfect. Per- by perfect, I mean like. I was one thirty all night. I ate this giant meal. I was so hungry. I had like steak and mashed potatoes and even some ice cream and I got insulin and I tested hours after and I was still one thirty. and I'm like, this is crazy. Like, I needed this so badly. So I get home and I started creeping up and I was like 186 diagonal up before bed. So I got a unit or maybe two, like an idiot. I had had a couple glasses of wine.
0: Is that why you were an idiot?
1: No, I'm saying oh, I think just, this plays into okay. the next event, last night's events. So I fall asleep at like 11, 2 a.m. I get an urgent low on my Dexcom, and I just don't trust my Dexcom ever. So I like the first thing I did was like grab my meter and I tested, and I was 23.
0: <laughs> Why don't you trust the Dexcom?
1: Because it's always wrong. I always? get excited when my Dexcom is accurate. That let's put it that way. So I'm 23. I wake up Garrett. He brings me this giant glass of chocolate milk. Nothing. I felt like I was going to die. I drink this giant glass of chocolate milk. He gives me two dates. And I was like, I'm still hungry. I'm still hungry. I need ice cream. So he like puts this pint of ice cream in. the. It was our enlightened ice cream. Puts it in the microwave. Zero it. It's not serum carb. I eat an enti- this entire pint of ice cream. And then I was yeah. like, I need more. And I'm like shaking. And I kept feeling if I closed my eyes, they wouldn't open back up again. Like if I close them, I'd be dead. Yeah. And I'm, like, sitting, and I cry. When I'm low like that, I start crying. And I'm sure it intensifies the situation so much more for him because I'm just like, I don't know. So then I eat a a whole pack of Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, two of them. And then I finally start feeling better, and I just go, fuck, I'm about to be 700. Like, I really processed everything I had just eaten. So then I waited. We didn't
0: do a uh, language warning. Oh, yeah, sorry we cussed in this.
1: I do a lot. Craig's... Craig does too. That's your warning.
0: That's your warning. There might be more. Turn off now. That's just, the, be- like that's just the
1: beginning. So I'm like, okay, I'm gonna go super high. So I waited. I didn't want to get insulin until I like started going. Because well, you were in
0: a similar situation. This, yeah, but was I that low? Ago? I think I
1: was like 36, maybe then. I mean, it doesn't matter.
0: 20. What were you? 23. Yeah. 36. I mean, I feel like that's just a rounding error at that point.
1: And I got insulin when I was 36. You
0: ate like a slice of pizza and then you gave yourself like four units and went back to sleep. Yeah, but guess what, Craig? I still woke up high that night. Your fiance then called me.
1: Oh, I told him to take me to the hospital that night. Yeah. Okay, so last night, I didn't want to make that same mistake so I didn't get any insulin. Then I start going up. So I get three units. I'm like that, I'll be safe. I go to sleep. And then I'm like, I can't just go to bed. So poor Garrett. Uh, how many many times have I said poor Garrett in this podcast we set an alarm for every 15 minutes and I just kept waking up and testing and waking up and testing and I finally fell asleep and I was like I can't do I need to sleep I work in the morning I woke up at 6am at 2.50 and I was going up so I got two units and then by the time I woke up I was like 60 (laughs) and then I was low again And then I was so fucking full from eating everything. Yeah. I couldn't even eat breakfast. So I ate like a kind bar. Oh, this is what happened. So I eat a kind bar. It's only 17 grams. I have that and some coffee. And I'm like, just don't get insulin, Laura. Don't. Because I was already, I was 60. So I drive to work. It took me like 30 minutes. This is like an hour after I ate. And I start going up again. I'm in the 200s. So I got insulin just to cover my bar. And then I dropped. Hmm. How's your day?
0: (laughs) I feel like kind bars aren't that kind.
1: They're really not, and now oh, and now it's all honey. (laughs) I know. I know, but I needed to eat something. But I was like, so stopped.
0: I mean, at what point do you do you sit down with Garrett and say, okay, when I'm this low, don't let me eat everything? He
1: knows, but I am very convincing
0: when you're crying, saying you're gonna die.
1: I mean, I wasn't vocalizing So why didn't you part. tell
0: them to take you to the hospital this time?
1: Because last time I was that low when I got insulin and yeah. I thought there was no coming back from that.
0: Why did you give insulin?
1: Because I had eaten so many carbs and I knew I was going to go high eventually, but I didn't think to wait until I leveled. I had alcohol in me then too. Last night had nothing to do with alcohol. I mean, I think that's maybe why I dropped, but that did, had nothing to do with my decision-making process. That other night did. It did. So anyway, now tonight I just went low after dinner. So I go to start my transmitter because I thought, I mean, the sensor because it was going to die. And it turns out my transmitter's dead. So now I have no idea what I am. <laughs> <laughs> so it's gonna be, uh, Does that
0: feel good or bad, though?
1: Bad. Okay. But it's probably for the best because I'd probably start going diagonal up after those fruit snacks and then I'd get insulin and then I'd go low again, so.
0: I mean, it's hard It's hard to know just like through the antidotes of like going high, going low without looking at the data. You know, I love the data.
1: You're a data man.
0: You know, capital T, capital D. And, you know, I I know for me... Those Dexcom arrows, awful. I wish I could turn them off because they're so misleading. And I feel like I, o- I always react to the arrows, and it always screws me.
1: Yeah, I think we've talked about this so, before too.
0: So there's there were some guidelines that came out a while ago. I think it was some endocrinologists went through this, and they looked at what your... Correction factor is, you know, 1 to 20, 20 to 50, 50 to 70, 70 and over. And based on your dexcom arrow, flat, slide up, slide down, mm-hmm. very up, very down, is how much insulin you should add or remove from your bolus when you're eating. So, for example, interesting for me, if I'm let's say 120 sitting down to eat and I have a slight up arrow. I should give myself an extra unit of insulin and that will cover because, you know, the slide up means you're going up at a certain rate. So it kind of mm-hmm. through the wonders of math and science, they determine that that's how much you need to like level yourself. So every time I do that, I will see myself going to slide up. And then the very next dot, I'll give my insulin
1: yeah, we've okay, mentioned this, and then it levels. And then
0: the next dot, I'm, oh, I'm only one point up. And now I'm like, okay, now I have to go find, you know, 15 grams of food to cover that extra unit.
1: But I think I've been trying, because we've talked about this on that episode of how it is, and especially now we feel like the Dex arrows are even more sensitive or, yeah. or faster to change. So there are times now when I really have taken a step back and been like, don't, because I'll I'll be low and then I eat and then as soon as I see that diagonal up I go oh I need insulin instead yeah. of just knowing that like no that's just me coming back up from my low, low which is exactly why I treated the low yeah so I won't get insulin but then I just watch it go 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 and it continues like say I don't have a meal coming up then I'm just sitting there watching the diagonal keep rising and at what
0: point do you decide and then when do I finally in- get
1: insulin yeah are there rules about that I feel that like I, I would know. actually really benefit from reading like a basic how to have diabetes because I'm just f- winging it.
0: Maybe you've just had it so long that the the things you're doing now are just habit as opposed to habits, maybe bad habits you've just developed ever having it so long as opposed to like,
1: maybe this is what
0: you should do. You need to like go back to remedial diabetes. I do.
1: I need like type one for dummies. This is what you do. This yeah. is how long you wait. And again, I was just telling you
0: every fifteen, 15 minutes, minutes when you're low.
1: Yeah, but try telling that to someone who's twenty-three.
0: No, I know, I know. I've been there.
1: So much easier said than done.
0: I think if you're that low, you can kind of like
1: yeah, press the grams. limit. Yeah. I have no idea how many carbs I ate, but now I do really want to start taking precautionary steps. Like I was just telling you I
0: precautionary like I what? need
1: like for these crazy nighttime blood sugars I've been having because what's confusing to me is that I'll go to bed fine under 150 yeah, and for some reason, something crazy happens in the middle of the night. I oddball? honestly have like a separate theory. No, like I think it sometimes has to do with my dreams. <laughs> like I think I have really stressful dreams. And when I'm stressed in my sleep, it like
0: doesn't stress mostly make you go high though.
1: Well, but no, but when I wake up high, I, I normally oh. wake up at two fifty when I go to bed at one twenty straight. Stressful dreams. So there's like, what am I supposed to do? Get in like when I'm dreaming, I wake up and like get a little half unit.
0: Yeah, which I which can't do can't anyway.
1: Do because I can't I think get approved for half-unit yeah. things.
0: That you're stuck with these large I know. corrections.
1: And I do kind yeah, I know. And I'm not precise about what I do. I'm like a messy diet. In
0: what way? Precise.
1: Like, I won't be, if I eat and then I see myself going up in fear that I'll go higher than I am going, I'll be like, well, I'll get extra insulin just in case. I'm actually going to go high. And then Mm -hmm. it's like, that wasn't going to happen, and now I just fucked myself again because now I'm going to go low. Yeah. I'm just, like, doing it to myself. But, like, what I was saying was I feel like I really need to have, like, a hard cut off of when I need to stop eating in the evening so that I know for a fact I don't have any insulin on board when I fall asleep.
0: That's made a big difference for me. Because
1: I don't – I mean, I can't even tell what insulin I have on board unless I log it myself. Yeah. Being on shots, I mean – but like little steps like that. I think
0: you, I mean, I need this is a lot of work. But for me, in these kinds of things, it's just like experiment. So it's like.
1: I know, we're so different. For the next three
0: days, eat dinner at 6.30. Don't take, and then just see what happens by the time you go to bed. And if that does anything. Okay, and then, but
1: say, so let me ask you this. If I eat dinner and I get insulin for dinner and then in three hours or four hours I'm getting ready for bed and I test and I'm high am I not supposed to get a correction before I go to sleep I mean
0: I would give a correction you would but maybe in your
1: yeah yeah me too
0: if I'm high but maybe give less than you normally would and see
1: I guess it's just hard but I think you just need
0: to keep like a like a a literal journal because for me being on a pump I like have all that data. So I can go back and look and say, oh, what happened this night? And I know exactly what happened. And then I can look at a few different nights and be like, oh, every time I do this, this happens. Maybe I'll change my right. insulin to carb ratio. But- or maybe I'll change my correction factor or my basal rate. And then, but without knowing what you did, you can't look back and think, oh, last Thursday I went low.
1: Right, but because I told you my problem. But my problem recently too has been with breakfast. How I do eat the same thing every day, yeah. and I was just telling you this too is that I should know what is going to happen because I have the Dexcom. Like I was saying, it would be so different if I didn't know that I was going up, and then I ate the same breakfast and I got the, nor- the same units, and I didn't see that up arrow and I didn't know then it would make sense that all these changes were happening or if I'm dropping and I didn't know I was going down because I just tested at 100 and I didn't know I was 100 double down and then I get insulin and I go low that would make sense you know what I'm saying
0: I, I for me to- I
1: see a straight arrow so I'm going to get my t- my I'm going to cover exactly my breakfast yeah. and what doesn't make sense is that by the time I get to work I'm either high or low and it's like why is that happening when I'm getting my unless my insulin to carb ratio changed but it's like such a small amount it's 2 units I can't do 1.5 units yeah so if I do 1 then I'm going to go high like I know we talk about this every episode, I feel like. It's just, like, the same. Maybe I just need to change – maybe I just need to stop eating that because it's
0: uh, – I mean, I tend to eat the same thing for breakfast all the time I know, until but I get to are, a point. You're
1: good at what you I do. I know, but, but I'll get to
0: a point where it's, like, a similar situation as you. Like, I would eat a banana for breakfast every morning. And then at a certain point, like, oh, I'm going high all the time from bananas. I'll change to something else.
1: Maybe our body is getting, like – But
0: I think the thing is, like, even though we're doing the same thing, our body's constantly changing. Right.
1: So you know, as
0: had- you age – as your things change, yeah. your metabolism changes as you gain weight or lose weight, build muscle, lose muscle. Well, I've been all of that's tweaking everything, and so for me, like being a co-founder of Type One Run, who runs every single day, and
1: you're gonna try and give me an exercise right now.
0: Yeah, right, right now,
1: in front of all these people. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs>
0: just get up and start jogging in place for the rest of the episode. Um, you know, I weigh myself every morning and I f- see where I'm at and I know like, oh, if I'm building muscle or losing weight, like that's ch- tweaking little things. It's the same way right? your basal rates change over time. You would think, oh, I figured out my basal uh, rate. It's the same thing things. forever.
1: It's like it is. You're right when you're talking about our bodies changing. I have worn the same type of contact lenses since like middle school. Mm-hmm. These like Acu, whatever these Acuvue like Oasis lenses. Recently, a couple months ago. Not,
0: a, not an ad. Not an ad. But if you want to sponsor us.
1: But I don't use you anymore, so. Oh, never mind. I I wear them, and they're like the ones you can change every two weeks. A couple months ago, a month ago. Every night my eyes started like burning and every morning I'd put the my contacts in and my it, I, it would hurt so bad I'd have to take them out. I was having to wear my glasses every day. And I'm like, this doesn't make sense. So I'd open a new pack and I'd put them in and they would still hurt like a brand new pack. I'm like, this, this is so strange. So I finally went to my eye doctor and I, like, was out of contacts anyway. And I was like, is this a thing that happens? Because I can't seem to put these contacts like in. become immune and to And yes, she, that's what she said. She mm. said after a certain, What I've been wearing them for at least 10 years. She goes, after a certain amount of time, your eyes don't accept the same, the texture or, like, whatever is used mm. to make them. So I had to get a whole different brand because my eyes, like, I can't wear the same lenses because my eyes have changed or become immune to whatever it is that's on the those ones. Yeah. yeah. But that's kind of the same thing. And right? you're
0: on, so you switch brands and yeah. everything's the same or everything's better.
1: It's better. It's not perfect.
0: Yeah, nothing's perfect.
1: Nothing's perfect. But yeah, it's better. Hmm. I just had to switch. So yeah, what I'm getting from this conversation already is like, I just need, if I'm getting frustrated because I'm eating the same breakfast and I can't seem to figure it out, I need to eat, I need to do something switch different. It up. Because yeah. I'm going to be frustrated every single day unless I make a decision to change it.
0: Yeah. Well, what do you eat now?
1: I have a piece of. Of toast. One piece of toast. It's either Ezekiel bread or this, like, diabetic lifestyle bread. Laugh all you want. I'm laughing. And I poach two eggs, and I put the eggs on top of the toast with some ghee. Sometimes I put smoked Gouda cheese on it because it's so good. And then I have a cup of coffee. So the bread's 15 grams. Yeah. So what I do is get two units because I go up from coffee— do so yeah, if I'm running a high, if I'm above 150, I'll get it before I eat. But I was tending to go so low that now – then I started getting it after. But it's like – I can't – But, but it's, it's not
0: consistent. No, nothing,
1: nothing. It doesn't matter, like, when I'm bolus or what. Yeah. It's like I'm either dropping or going high. I don't usually stay steady after. So I think I need to just completely stop eating What I eating started that.
0: doing is I'll eat – because I'll have, like, a banana and, like, eggs and coffee – and what I'll do is I'll eat like my eggs first, and then when when I bolus, and then while I'm eating that, that's kind of like my pre bolus. So and then like ten minutes later, like I'll watch my Dexcom, and like if it's starting to like you know level off or whatever it's doing, um, then I'll eat the banana. Cause I find like if I, if I like eat that, those carbs right away, oh. it just like hits my yeah, system my like a is, shock.
1: It's low glycemic. Now that we, after we talked about eyes, my eyes, my eyes are so sensitive. Like now they hurt because I was talking about contact lenses. If anyone wants to sponsor me for LASIK eye surgery, let me know. <laughs> now they're okay. bothering me. So what should I eat for breakfast now? Eat eggs? I need carbs in the morning.
0: Just eat carbs later when you get to work.
1: Like what? At lunch? I don't no. Know.
0: Like no. Like like physically when you get there, have some bread.
1: Ba- Break a piece of toast to work and have a, But I have it. like banana. I don't like bananas. Apple. Sure.
0: I mean, I I'm not gonna.
1: Okay, so let's let's talk about um. What. What you wanted to talk about. <laughs>
0: Food? Yeah. It's a pretty good segue. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Because we're already there, my friend. Yeah.
0: So... Because
1: this is actually what I'm doing.
0: Here's the thing about food.
1: Let's let's tell you something about food.
0: So I feel like... I don't even know this is what I feel like. There's a lot of people with type 1 who don't believe you should eat carbs. Say so that's pretty...
1: There are, Uh I would say this. There are a lot of people type one that feel the less carbs you eat, the more control you have.
0: Yeah. The idea being, and this was something that I think that was popularized by Dr. Bernstein.
1: The less variables.
0: Yeah. If, If your blood sugars are going crazy from carbs making you go up and insulin making you go down.
1: Which is what I'm going through. Which
0: is what you're going through eliminate the carbs and now you don't have the carbs potentially pushing you up and you don't have that extra insulin potentially right. pushing you down. You're sort of like eliminating.
1: There was a metaphor saying like, say you're driving on the freeway or you're driving on the street and there's a mm-hmm. bunch of cars and trucks on the road. Your chances of getting in an accident are way higher than if you're the only car on the road. Saying that like all the trucks are like- Interesting. Your food and the carbs that you're eating. But if yeah. it's just you and there's like not all those outer forces, then you're safe. Yeah. I've read that a few times.
0: I like... That's an interesting...
1: Yeah, that's how they view it. Like the more you eat or the more carbs you eat, yeah. there's the more danger... Like the more like the caution way, signs. The way
0: I would view it, which I think people won't... Not all people will agree with, is that the carbs are the fuel in your car. And if you don't have the carbs... Your car's not going anywhere. Okay. And then okay. you're not going to get in a crash because you're stuck in that parking lot. <laughs> well,
1: it's like you won't get, you won't die if you don't leave the house, kind of thing.
0: I mean, I'm a, I'm a firm believer that humans evolved eating carbs and every. Craig eats,
1: you guys, Craig is in the best shape of anyone I've ever seen. And he eats so many carbs. I, it's actually crazy to watch.
0: So that's kind of what I'm getting at. I mean, you look at any, you talk to any nutritionist. And they're going to tell you that your body needs carbs. It's the main source of fuel for your body. If your blood sugar goes low, what do you do? You eat carbs. You can't have a low carb life as type 1 anyways. You can't get rid of carbs. You're not going to correct your lows with almonds.
1: Yeah, but they think if they're not getting insulin for carbs, low. then you won't go low.
0: Yeah, but then you can't exercise either because then you're at risk of going low. If you just sit in the box all day and do nothing, then yeah. you'll never have to go low or high. So, so that's one thought. My other thought is, um, and this is from, like I said, someone who runs and exercise a lot.
1: We get it. The way, <laughs> I,
0: well, the way I sort of approach all of this stuff is I, I, I don't, and this is how I trained for my first marathon. The thought in my mind was my blood sugar is okay, so I'll keep running, and as soon as I start to go low, then I'll eat. But why would I eat before I start going low?
1: Why, my, it, yeah, why like, would like, you?
0: Why, well, yeah, why would I? My blood sugar is fine. I'm not going to eat. I want to go high. Right. That was my logic. I, I get that. What I but. later realized is, when you're running a marathon, 26 miles uh, over several hours, your body needs energy, and if you don't eat, you will s- find yourself no longer moving forward your body needs that energy because you gotta replenish it. Um, so I was, I was training for a marathon and I was like fitting it around diabetes. Like what would yes, I do if all- As we probably do all
1: things in our yeah, life. Yeah, like
0: if, if my, my number one goal is keeping my blood sugars in range, how do I do that? Um, and eventually when I learned better, that changed to how do I make my diabetes fit my exercise I and what my body should be doing, and looking at what a quote unquote normal, a healthy, a insulin-abled body is doing, and finding a way to make that work. And so, when I did my triathlon
1: last weekend, oh no, no, no. the Ironman,
0: uh, the Iron half Ironman mm-hmm. earlier in the year, um, I was training like, by testing food and different things to figure out what I could do to keep eating and keep my blood sugars in range. That was, to me, was almost more of my training than actually training for the actual, the actual swimming, biking, and running, um, which kind of sucks, you know, if you think about it. Like, normal people don't have yeah. to think about that. Um, but it was, my blood sugars were amazing. And I'm not saying that to show off. Like, I finished, and I was like, oh, my gosh, like, I will never run a race
1: so what did you do? This
0: well. Um, I used uh, very low glycemic carbs. These Such things as? called UCAN bars, which I've since had to not eat anymore. But that's a whole different story. <laughs> Talking about how <laughs> our bodies right change. <laughs> um, These Zucamp bars and I basically ate one before I started and I ate one every single hour on the hour.
1: What, how many carbs were them? Um,
0: Each one's about 24 grams of carbs.
1: You ate one every hour?
0: Every hour on the hour, no boluses. I had a a temp basil of minus, it was either minus 50 or minus 80%, I'd have to check. Um, And then at one point when I was biking, Um, I was like just biking flat and I was like starting to creep up and so I sort of turned down turned off my temp basil Mm -hmm. started coming back down turned it back on never went over 190 uh, never went below 100 and I was out there for like 7 hours and I came back and
1: I want a slow clap for you right now
0: and I was impressed Um, I'm sure I'm not the only person to have ever done that and done well James did a whole you know, uh, we gonna who we weren't going to talk about, <laughs> uh, who also did uh, the triathlon. He yes. did the Olympic distance. He did a completely different thing where he basically took took off his pump, gave himself like three units or no, one unit, something like that. He gave himself some insulin, ate a gel, and then ate a gel every like 30 minutes or something like that or every hour. And every time he tested, he was like between 90 and 110 he was like perfect the oh. entire time. Completely different strategy, but he was doing the same thing where he, w- he was eating every time because he needed to eat to fuel his body. Right. Um, now I find totally, not really off topic, but just similar to what we were talking about before, now I find that if I eat these same bars and, and work out, you. no, I go, I go low. Oh. I'm not getting enough fast-acting carbs. It's too slow. It's too low glycemic. So now I've started eating these Nature's Valley fruit and nut bars. I can buy like 48 of for like six bucks at Costco, which is great because they're so much cheaper than the U.K. bars. So I just eat this like granola bar and then I go work out and I'm fine. So this was a very long story. Yep. We what were we talking about we were talking about food, food. So I so I <laughs> wanted to fuel my body the way it should. I feel like my body should be fueled to perform as a human. Yes. Not as a diabetic. I'm still a human body. And the only thing that's changed is that I'm not producing insulin. Everything else still works. My eyes work. My nose works. I can walk. I can talk. Um,
1: Sometimes are a little crazy, but.
0: Yeah. Aren't we all? (laughs) The only thing different is that I'm not producing this insulin. Yeah. And so I think, and this is probably something I used to think before. There was a phase where I was like eating very low carb because I was just getting very frustrated. Well, that's with my
1: go-to. Like it just this, after this week, I'm like, that's it. I'm done. Done.
0: Done with carbs. Gone. It's not
1: worth it because my, my thought process is it's never worth it.
0: The carbs are never worth it? Yeah. So I stopped eating carbs and I started getting back into eating carbs. And
1: what got you doing? <laughs> <laughs> go back into eating them after you stop. I don't think.
0: I think I. I think I just needed the energy.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Maybe. Um, I don't know how low carb I was, but I was definitely eating like a lot less. Um, and so, I guess what what I realized is that
1: food is not the enemy.
0: Yeah. The the what I was thinking is that the problem is food is making my blood sugar go high. Mm-hmm. But that's not the what's making my blood sugar go high. What's making my blood sugar go high is not having enough insulin. The problem isn't what you're putting in your body. The problem is food-wise or not enough food. The problem is the insulin. You look at a normal person compared to a person with diabetes. It's not like we eat food and it makes our blood sugar go high and they eat food and their blood sugar doesn't, doesn't go high. You give a normal person a big bowl of frosted flakes, their blood sugar goes up. Their body just can produce insulin and bring it back down till they're normally in range. and can just do it faster because... What a
1: weird concept.
0: The pancreas is tied right into the bloodstream, blah, blah, super fast, right? They don't have this like 30-minute delay, yada, yada, yada. Um, And all the other, you know, variables we have to deal with. Mm -hmm. So when I looked at it that way, I was like, okay... The issues, the insulin and getting the insulin dialed in right. And that's hard, right? It's really hard. And it's easier to just cut out the carbs and eliminate that problem solving. But it was a very different mindset to think about, like, what was the actual problem? And so, you know, the hard part of
1: it's make sure like you pre-bolus. How, it's like how those air fresheners that just – um
0: Cover up cover the smell. Cover the
1: smell and it doesn't get yeah. rid of it.
0: Yeah. It's still there.
1: <laughs> I'm just here for the metaphors, guys. Yeah.
0: <laughs> However good or bad they may be, they're just there. I didn't, Pick I and choose.
1: Said, I never said they would be good. So, yeah, so that's, I guess, my
0: mindset um, as I of envy right now. I and, and it's admittedly a lot more work. I mean, you have to basal test and you have to get that right, right?
1: Trial and error.
0: And, yeah. and no like... What different types of carbs do your body? Like, you know, if I eat a sweet potato and I pre bowls for 15 minutes ahead of time, I'm going to go low. But if I do the same thing with ice cream, I'm fine. Like, I got to pre bowls for that.
1: See, I think— But
0: it's knowing these things. But the thing is, you'll, you'll, still, you'll still go through these problems in your normal type 1 life. Like, things are going to happen. You will probably eat ice cream at some point. Or you'll eat something that you don't know. And it's only that experience of trial and error that will let you, because not every, a better not every, ex- guess. Not, not every, it's not a, always you a black and white situation. You
1: don't eat out a lot. You cook a lot hmm. of the majority of your meals, yeah. but you still do go out. That's what's hard for me is but when I'm eating and I am.
0: Going out's always just a crapshoot because you don't know what's in it. See,
1: you, you have the personality where you, I mean, you did say it's, like, a lot of work, but once you put the work in, you're, like, only benefiting from it. Where I, like, get so frustrated that my blood sugars are being crazy that I'm just, like, forget it. Just stop? Not even, like, stop eating carbs. I'm just, like, this is stupid. I'm just going to keep doing, like, it's, like, I, for me, I feel like Like, there's putting, no light
0: at the end of the tunnel? Well, yeah,
1: but uh, what I'm trying to say is, like, I'm so mad at diabetes that I don't even want to give it, like, the time of day. So, I'm, like, I'm not going to put all this extra work into yeah. this thing that's hurting me so much where it's like, well, okay, just wait a second. Maybe if you were to, it wouldn't be hurting you so much no. because you, you and diabetes would have a much better understanding of each other. And
0: I think part of the issue is also that every decision and I'm lazy stacks on its e- itself, right? If you so if like your snow, basal like rates wrong, yeah. If your basal rates wrong, yeah. Then well, just so putting
1: fine tuning, putting
0: a wrong insulin to carb ratio or a wrong correction yeah. factor on top of that just Exacerbates it,
1: and I haven't been to a doctor in a really long time. To and my Lantus has been the same dose for a long time.
0: I mean, it could be you're going high at night because it's too high. Or the too only low, time I've or... ever
1: changed my Lantus is when Craig has told me to. <laughs> was,
0: was those were those good? Yeah. Now I, now I feel bad. No, no, no. Because you're having all these <laughs> Yeah, high you,
1: you did this. No, I think it was for the better. I'm excited to go see a doctor. Yeah. Cause maybe I do need those little tweaks. I it's no hard idea.
0: to know that yourself.
1: I'm only here. Hard to look at
0: it like objectively in big picture when you're right. just seeing the day to day. Like oh, I went Micro low today.
1: analyzing. Yeah,
0: like if today I'm like oh, I went low after eating breakfast. Uh, my insulin carb ratio is wrong, and obviously that's not the case. Just right. something else happened yeah and the problem I'm not is that there's saying so many of those little anymore, things but
1: i d- yeah, I definitely need to start making some proactive decisions, so yeah. I'm not just like taking all these lateral moves and getting the same results, S- so the mindset and for the me same is same results like, as in different results every yeah time. so
0: some some people might like sit down at a restaurant and say a Mexican restaurant, you get that free chips and salsa mm-hmm. and you're like. And you eat those chips, and you go high, and I'm like, "Oh, well, that was an error in my judgment. I failed because I gave in to eating these carbs." And the solution would be: don't let them put chips on the table. Give the chips to the table next to you. Pour the chips out on the floor. Put them
1: far away from you. Just smash
0: them with your hands so you can't (laughs) pick any up. Yeah, have someone else spit on them. (laughs) Um and that's not the issue. Like you're saying there's the a, there's chips a, there's aren't a, the
1: a, issue.
0: Them you wanting to eat chips isn't the problem. Just give yourself insulin and then eat the chips. And now you've solved the problem. Like I go to a Mexican restaurant and I know there's gonna be chips. So while I'm waiting to get seated, or as soon as I sit down, I'm like, I'm gonna give myself a few units. And then that's sort of like my, think, my chip insulin. And I know yeah. I'm not going to just eat
1: chip a insulin. whole
0: thing of chips at once. I'm going to slowly eat it over the course of, you know, while think, we order. and
1: Yeah. But I think, again, and maybe this is – maybe I do really need to start logging my insulin. Because I think for me, I would think the same thing and be like, okay, I'm going to get three units before I sit down. The next thing I know, my food comes and I get like a full – Dose for that, and then next thing I know, I've gotten three shots in one meal, and I'm just stacking, stacking, yeah. stacking. And then I, I, I mean, I definitely
0: sit down and when my meal comes, and I think like, okay, how many chips did I eat? Exactly. Did I, did I eat?
1: And I'm just many like, like, oh, more food equals more insulin, yeah. and I don't do that whole like, let me subtract what I already have. Yeah. Because I'm.
0: And if you're like still high, right? Maybe you're correcting twice.
1: You know what? I'm gonna. Do- I need to download one of those apps again. When I first got back on pens, what was it last year? I was like so motivated and I got, I forgot what app I got. And I was logging everything. You know how long that lasted?
0: Probably day.
1: four days. I was like everything. I was like, there's so much insulin I have on board. Yeah. I would put in the amount of carbs I'm eating and it would tell me that I'm like, this is, I just hate, I'm just like, I am just feel like diabetes is so much work. And then I'm like, I don't want to have to put in but, even more. But I
0: think it's looking at the, it's giving yourself the mindset that it's actually, Making it le- less work.
1: Yeah, I know. You are, you're right.
0: Because Guess what,
1: folks? We agree again. You're, you're,
0: <laughs> you're putting in the time ahead of time. You're right. To make it easier in the long run. And that long run isn't like 10 years from now. I mean, that could be next week. Like yeah. you could start logging numbers today and by next week you see a trend and you make right. a change, and, and now sure you're I'm sleeping pro- through every night.
1: I'm probably doing something so blatantly wrong, and then if I were to log in, I'd be like, I've been doing this every yeah. day. No I mean, wonder we're I a can't little different get study.
0: Because I'm on a pump, and you're on long acting, so I yeah. can tweak things a little more. But I kid you not, yesterday, I think it was yesterday, I changed my basal rate overnight by like 0.05 units because I was waking up low at like Hmm. 4 or 5 a.m. And I look at the Dexcom and I saw that I would go to bed and I'd be 120, 130 and it would slowly come down At 4 a.m. it would wake me up. and I'm like, well, I didn't need anything. I didn't give any boluses. I didn't give any corrections. It must just be my base. So I make one tiny little change, like the tiniest, like so much, so little insulin, you think it wouldn't even make a difference. Yeah. And then I'm fine. I'm flat.
1: I wish my Dexcom was also like a mini pump and it could just administer um, a basal rate along with being a sensor. Well,
0: then you would just need a pump. You could just get a pump.
1: <laughs> no, I don't want that. That's another thing. want everything thing. built in. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, I'm excited that the G6 apparently has this urgent low predictive warning
1: thing. You oh, about yeah. This? Like in 30 minutes, you're going to be yeah. urgent low.
0: It's like, by the way, you're gonna be low soon. Do something by about the it. Way. I wish it would do it for other things, like not just urgent lows. Like, oh, by the way, you're gonna be high in thirty minutes right. if you keep this up. Or
1: like, or just life things. Like, oh, by the way, you're gonna be late for work if you um, you
0: just need stop to stop like, at the
1: gas station. That'll so be next. Wait, the G seven. So, so maybe go the night your, That's what I need. I need someone to come give me life advice.
0: You need a personal assistant. <laughs> <laughs> that's also your continuous glucose monitor. Yeah.
1: I need someone just to log my shot. Just a guy, named, a, a
0: guy named Dexter who just <laughs> walks around behind you holding yes, your that's what receiver I mean. and yeah. just does everything for you. I
1: need someone to um, just have a phone, their own phone with the app on it. And they, I just tell them what I did. And they just, they just follow me around.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's, Is that
1: too much to ask?
0: I mean, that's essentially <laughs> from a diabetes standpoint, what an artificial pancreas uh, wants to be. I don't think it's there yet. I don't think it will ever be there, but maybe that's something we say for a
1: a later date. Yeah, the next. I feel time like we this do an episode a like, in a month. Yeah, I feel I like this has been is a kind a of a
0: happy episode.
1: I feel like it's. I feel like this episode is a little hopeful. slower.
0: Maybe. I feel, I was just gonna say this feels like we're ending on like like a very hopeful. No, I think so too. And we we tend to alternate like a hopeful episode with a very depressing one. Like a super
1: depressing one, So maybe
0: the next one should just be like how there's no hope for the future. Yeah,
1: we'll we'll give them a little hope and then pull it back the next time around. No, yeah, every episode has been so different. I'm obviously, yeah. I mean, I'm obviously what? fucking exhausted from last night.
0: Yeah.
1: So I feel like my energy is a little low. And I wish I could express more like that. Like I really do wanna make some changes and I'm excited for it. But I feel like my emotions aren't coming out in the tone of my voice. But I feel
0: like it's not a thing not- that's super excited about. Like no one's like, Oh my god, I'm gonna basal <laughs> test tomorrow.
1: That's not get I'm ready, ready, guys. No, that's not ex- I'm excited to like okay.
0: Get it under control.
1: Yeah. I'm excited to not feel like shit every day.
0: But it's yeah. I, what? No, I would say like energy wise, like it's hard to be like, oh my gosh, guys, I'm so oh, excited. Right. I'm not gonna feel I'm terrible. i just like
1: getting to the point where because I when you're when you're don't remember what it feels like to have sleep. a normal day. Yeah, definitely sleep. And it's funny, like I nanny and I'm always like, oh my god, this sucks. Like, how do you get any sleep as a mom? Just like knowing when it's like having a baby in the next room, and I'm like, well, I kind of have an idea of what it's like to yeah. be woken up throughout the night.
0: Yeah. Garrett's prepared for a child.
1: (laughs) Oh, my God.
0: He will never sleep. Hashtag
1: poor Garrett. No, that wasn't what I was saying, the sleep thing. I'm saying just, like, high and low blood sugars and always being stressed about it. Like, when I actually – wait, I don't know if I should say – there are people that I've met that have really poor control of their diabetes, and honestly, I probably could be doing exactly what they're doing, but I'm just, like, you know, seeing it when I see it from the outside. And I'm like, oh, my God, if only you could see what it what it's like to have your blood sugars in range, then you'll know what it's like to feel like. Yeah. How many times can I say like in one sentence? Let's I always try. compare it. Here's another metaphor. I always compare it to when you don't know you need glasses and you put glasses on for the first time and you're like, oh, my that God, is this is clear. what I've been missing out on. There's people that are high every single day. And I'm like, you know that you cannot feel like because I feel such a distinct high, like symptoms yeah. like in my mouth and like the – and I'm like, you know, there's a, you don't have to feel that if you just make changes. Like I say that to people, and I'm like, okay, now I'm the one that doesn't have to feel like this. And then of course it just this is this other snowball effect of I'm just always stressed about being high and low. So then that's it's just taking over my life.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: What did I do the other day? I my dexcom <laughs> my DEXCOM kept going off saying I was high. And I was like not even registering it that it's like telling me I'm high so that I should do something about it. I was just so annoyed. My phone kept going off and I'm like, I would like yell at my phone. I'm like, I get it. I'm high. And I'd like turn my phone on silent. I would like turn on do not disturb. But everything
0: and, except correcting for the
1: Right, right, right. But right. that was the last thing on my mind was to get a shot of insulin. I'm just yeah. like, shut up. You don't have to keep telling me because I wasn't that high. It was like 150 and then 160. And I was like, why did I ever lower my high alert? I'm yeah. like, this is so ridiculous. I can't even get through like a conversation without my watch buzzing my thing and then finally I was like oh my god Lord, just get a fucking shot and I did and guess what it stopped alerting me because I wasn't high anymore but I was just like so yeah. fed up with this thing going off so often I wish I could change actually you probably can't change the frequency but,
0: but I I think what's important maybe most important with this I like the way conversation. you say important. Important. important 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 say button button
1: oh my god what Important. Important. Important.
0: (laughs) I think what's...
1: (laughs) Important.
0: Most interesting (laughs) and maybe most significant about this.
1: This episode or this topic? Uh,
0: Both. I guess we'll see. Leave us a comment on what you think it is, (laughs) this topic or this (laughs) episode. Um, It's that you want... To make a change I and do. you've and I, however long it took or whatever but you're at this point now where you're sitting here
1: also staring yeah. at
0: me saying
1: <sighs> are you, and this is recorded. i was I just said are you recording this yeah. conversation oh my god Oh time. my god! is this thing on okay you know what and
0: else? you're, and you're yeah. saying like this, this isn't, and it takes a while like if things are bad for you to just sort of like accept been it been so and think it'll change right but then they get to the point where you're like
1: this is not going to change unless I do something about it. Yeah, also, because there's also
0: that bad spot where it's like things are bad and you don't care, like right. you were saying. And
1: that's kind of yeah. And then you have to get I through kind of that waver and be in like,
0: you haven't given up all hope, and you're like, no. I want to make a change, but also I, and think, I want to be better. Yeah,
1: I think the reason why it's taken so long for me to do anything is because it's been such a gradual thing. It's not like one day I was just like,
0: well, never. Is. I know,
1: but th- it wasn't like I had this wake-up call where I hit rock bottom. It's just been like every day I'm like, wait, Last this night, happened yesterday. 20, wait, this happened yesterday.
0: 23 is kind of like rock bottom. That was bottom. crazy. Like literal rock bottom.
1: I know. How low can that one drop me to read? I was going to say something else. Oh, 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 whoa. Oh, oh. Also, I do, I think also, there are times when I like finally go see my endo and I'm like, I put everything into it. I'm like, okay, I'm going to get this app and I'm going to log everything and it's going to change everything. And that's when I'm like super OCD about it and Mm -hmm. like do everything. And then when I notice that I'm not getting like instant results, then I get disappointed and I kind of revert back to my old ways. But I think I've been like jaded so many times by that thought process where like now I'm at a point where I can accept that like, okay, this is going to, like take time to figure out, but just like do one change at a time and and not put like all my eggs in one basket and be like, okay, I'm gonna make this change then everything is gonna be better. You You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because that's how I am. I'm a very extreme person.
0: You want instant gratification. Yep. I gave myself one less unit of Atlantis, I'm gonna be 100 all day.
1: Yeah, pretty much. So I need to accept like the reality, story of my life.
0: And I think for a lot of people, like you were saying, who might be high all the time or low all the time or, or just something, you know? Just It's getting to the point where you're like, okay, I don't want this anymore. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't have to be, in, oh, they're waking up every night and they're just like tired of that. It's just getting to the point where you're just like, okay, like I'm –
1: But it's such I like a put human
0: – to like take control of it's this. such
1: human behavior it's like people that are extremely overweight just from their eating alone mm-hmm. and they're like i'm just eating all day and i'm gaining weight and i got to a point like where i just don't care but like they hate that they're gaining weight but they can't stop eating wait i really did have a point about this
0: but the way you lose oh, you have that to, weight yeah you have to make a change is that sorry you, that
1: that didn't really land that <laughs>
0: metaphor I'm going to try and save it for you.
1: Please.
0: So what you then do is you get a nap and you start counting your calories and you start exercising. And so you know you're not overeating. You know you're getting your 30 minutes of exercise a day. And that's how you begin to lose weight. You don't – it's not an instant fix of, oh, I stopped eating a donut for breakfast. Everything's fine. It's putting in the constant effort. But when you do that and it becomes habit, I think it doesn't seem as much of a burden as it does when you first start.
1: Yeah, I guess the darker or the the more like right now I feel like I'm so overwhelmed by all the bad that that's why it's so it feels like so much work. It's like I'm really down deep and it's like I have this huge hole to dig myself out of. But I guess you're right. Once you put the work in, you're at, you're on ground level. Yeah. Has that for a metaphor? It's okay. I don't know if that's really. Come on! A you're in the bottom, and then you have to dig yourself up. But then there's no work to be done because you're already standing at the top. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's one of my best ones. We need to end up. let's end on that metaphor. Okay. Let's let everyone take that one. In. <laughs> Do I need to explain it again? No. It wouldn't be good if I had to explain it three times.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All
1: right. <it's> bedtime. <laughs> so
0: uh, I guess that's it for I feel high, right? yeah, this sorry. week's episode. Oh yeah. Do you want to? Were you gonna finish that before we end? No. Out of Range is a production of BetaCell and it's produced by me and Laura.
1: Craig does all of our recording and editing.
0: Subscribe to BetaCell wherever you listen to podcasts to get Out of Range downloaded automatically onto your phone every week.
1: Love what we do? Support us on Patreon and we'll send you some swag. Visit betacellpodcast.com forward slash supporters for more info.
0: I feel like we should do something special for our supporters.
1: The two of them?
0: No, we've got more now.
1: Oh, well, this is nice.
0: We're up to we four supporters. Maybe we should give them some bonus, like behind-the-scenes video content.
1: Oh my God, our blooper reel—we never released that. That should
0: we send it to them? Yeah. Okay. And We're then gonna I think, send
1: you something fun.
0: And I think every time we record, we should send something special to our supporters.
1: Okay. I'm Craig. I'm Laura.
0: And this is out of, out of range. range.